I want us to turn to the book of John chapter 11 from verse 1. Ask my brother to read for me. Now a certain man was sick. Named Lazarus of Bethany. The town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, when he had, had therefore that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that saith he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goeth thou there again? Jesus answered, are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Uh, Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they, they thought that he had spoken of taking of rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there. To the intent ye may believe, nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, disciples, let us also go, that we may die with him. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had laid, lain in the grave four days already. Now, Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died, but I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask for, uh, ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall live again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection. And the life, 
He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Ya Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had so said, she went her way and called Mary her sister secretly, saying, The master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that place where Martha met him. The Jews then which were with her in the house and, com and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled and said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Thank then said, Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless the reading of the word. God bless you. God bless you. God bless the reading of the word. Amen. Be seated. I want this afternoon to look at the resurrection of Lazarus. Well, I don't like uh, reading a big portion, people standing. But it's good to follow the story. So that you can understand, get the picture. Now, before we talk about the resurrection of Lazarus, let us set our stage. Where is this happening? In a town called Bethany. Bethany. What does Bethany mean? Bethany it means a house or the house of affliction. House of affliction. This is the address. This is the location. House of affliction. Could there be somebody in this building? And your address is the house of affliction. All you have known is affliction. And? All you have known is affliction. Praise the name of the Lord. See? And Martha, what does Martha mean? Lady or mistress of the house. The lady or the mistress of the house of affliction. 
Mystery is the the boss. The boss. The boss. Boss. Kama we nyumbeyo. Oba na jine we nyumbeyo. Eyo kubona abona. Hallelujah. Amen. Mother. Marza. I mean that's uh, that's what it tells us something. House of affliction. Is affliction and affliction and affliction. And I know. Mani, I know that's mani, the situation the devil wants each one of us to be in. Mani, eyombera, stan, jabera, yagara, God is not the author of affliction. God is not the author of sickness. It is the devil. He wants to create a situation so that you are not at peace. All you know is trouble. All you know. Until to you it is normal. There are troubles you call my troubles. There are demons you call your demons. What are demons? demons? House of affliction. Now Mary. Kati Mariamu. Means bitterness. Are we getting something? Lazarus means God helps. Hallelujah. Amen. Now I was looking. I was looking at somebody explaining about Mary. And he said. This Mary, she was happily married. And when she was married, she didn't have a baby. She she didn't have a baby. So they stayed with her husband. And you know, marriage without without children. It can be sometimes straining. When a woman has no children, it is something that bothers. It is something that bothers. Sometimes it a if there's a sister here in that condition, I want to tell you Jesus changes situation. I know today, this moment, I know sisters who are in the church didn't have babies. The doctor said it is impossible. But today they have babies. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See? So, their relationship became bitter. Somebody was explaining. She had inherited property from the, the parents and come with the property to the husband. 
kati ufumbo bwa wabata andika okufuna mitawana bawe bawe namugoba na sigaze ebintu ebyonga yabira bidira byasikira kufamba za debe naberaho ngataina byambi bonna kati wale wali abantu mubaka and today there are people in the church orale wali abantu mukanisa things went wrong somewhere and their life got scarred obulamu bwawe ningabutisa nebufune nkovu and because of that katino kurecho something went wrong ne wabawo ekitatambula bulunji obye chacha mamu praise the lord kama atendezewe something went wrong ne wabako ekitatambula bulunji Mary something went wrong kati ne maria muwali we chatu kana ekitatambula bulunji she was a good woman yali mchana mulunji mmaka ngatambulide mulamu obutukirifu ngatambulide mulamu obutukubo obufumbo bwe nene wabawo ekitatambula bulunji and she went on the street na genda kurugudo na genda mu street Sometimes the people you see on the street Olumwa abantu bosange yokungudo They don't like being on the street Baba tibagara kubere yokungudo Sometimes the people you see in trouble Olumwa abantu wala banga bali mitawana Sometimes the people you see in sin Olumwa abantu wala banga bali mchibi They are not enjoying the life they live Baba tibanyumira obulamu we bali mukutambuliramu Something has brought them that love Wabera we chaba tusa mumbera wetu Praise the Lord Kama tendezewe So what happened Kachecha abirawo talking the story that I, uh, I saw ngawaliwabantumukanisangabakau They are unforgiving. They have come to this end. They have. They have come to this end. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a woman was raped. Something went wrong. And life seemed not to be what she expected. And she has Her character has not affected. And she's bitter. She's bitter. Even the psychology will tell you. It will affect your thinking about the opposite sex. You can't trust anybody something went wrong Maybe you grew up in a broken family something went wrong 
Something went wrong. Maybe you are brother, you are mistreated by a stepmother. 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 And it planted something in your life. And changed your behavior. And you are bitter in your life. I believe we have more marriage in the church. And we, I believe we have many people. In that address of Bethany. House of afflictions. Life of bitterness. Oh, you know. You are mistress of problem. Or the boss of problem. The manager. The manager of uncertainty. All you know. It makes you not trust God. It makes you not hope in God. You are suspicious about the people around you. You are suspicious about the brethren in the church. You are suspicious about the deacons in the church. You are suspicious about the pastor. Until when he preaches, every message you feel is preaching you. Listen. Bethan. House of affliction. Mother. Ma Mistress. Mistress. of uh, of the house. Uh, Mary bitterness. Lazarus. Lazarus. God helps. In every situation. God helps. In every condition. God is a help. In every way. God is a help. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says. Look up. From whence your help comes from. This, these three uh, people. Their father was dead. Their mother was dead. And they lived together. Neither was not a very, a very miserable person. Lazarus was not a very miserable person. They say he was a scribe. Scribes are people who are educated. People who are king. People can, who, can, who can write the right letters. People who can be trusted in the temple. And so he wasn't just a person. These two sisters, they made tapestry. They made or sewings. For the, for, the, for the temple. So these were people who are connected to the temple. But listen. On the other hand. 
I said we are setting the stage. Uh, we are setting the stage. Mary, Mariamu, when life didn't go right, when she, when her life didn't go right, she became hopeless. She let things go the way. She became carefree. She became a prostitute. Hallelujah. Amina. She became a prostitute. But one day, she was fed up with his life. One day, because God's seed was in her, and when God's seed is in you, a time comes you get fed up with this life. And nothing can satisfy you. And no amount of money can satisfy you. And no amount of leisure can satisfy you. Hallelujah. Amen. And she walked around. And she saw a crowd pass. And she asked somebody. What is happening? Uh, what is happening? And he said. What is happening here? And she was told, Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth, is going to Simon's house. Hallelujah. Jesus, the priest of Nazareth, he has been invited to the house of Simon. And she stopped and said, is that Jesus who forgave the prostitute? Is that Jesus who could not condemn the prostitute? I must have a time with him. Hallelujah! I must have a time with him. I must go to him. And she went and looked around. And she saw him sitting there. His feet dirty. Nobody has bothered him. He's ignored in the corner. She said it can't be. It can't be. I can't bear seeing that. I can't bear seeing my Jesus in that condition. I can't bear seeing my Jesus. I can't bear seeing Jesus put in a corner. I can't bear seeing Jesus not nobody interested in him. I must do something. Hallelujah. Amina. What can I do for Jesus? What can you do for Jesus this evening? When you see him rejected, when you see him pushed by message preachers in a corner, Amen. when you see him distorted and his preacher distorted, what do you do with about him? 
when you seem neglected his worship neglected his, his church neglected what are you going to do about him when you say it's not my business that's not my business. That's the pastor's business. That's the deacon's business. I'm asking you. What are you going to do about Jesus? You. Jesus once came to his disciples. And asked them. What do men say? I the son of man. Um, you said people say. You are a prophet. Some say. You are this. Some say. You are that. Said, okay. And what do you say? You. What do you say? I am you. What do you think about me? You. Oh, the brothers say this. The sister say this. The pastor say this. The pastor say this. The pastor say this. What do you say? What do you say? Hallelujah. Amen. She looked and said, I must do something. I must do something. If the church is not praying, I must do something. If no one is praying, I must do something. Hallelujah. Amen. See? And she went and ran round. And as she went, we again, she must have thought the best she can do for him. I know God is the best out of you. She went to her room. Maybe it was 10 feet by 10 feet. She looked around into her box. The most precious thing she had in that room. That oil. That oil that is in an alabaster box. She said, this is what I must give him. This is fit for him. This is the best I have. Now, Jesus will come and stay with them. You think he'll just come? You think he just come to us? There must be a relationship. There must be something you are doing. You think he'll only visit you? No. There must be something you are doing. Hallelujah. Amen. 
You know what happened? She came back. She elbowed her way into the house. She wasn't invited. But she didn't care. She wasn't calling. But she didn't care. Listen. The people who are blessed in the Bible are the people who do the things out of the ordinary. The men, the men and the women who receive God's blessings, they are the men and the women who do things out of the ordinary. Listen, I mean, a woman comes. She has had blood issue for 12 years. She, she has had blood issue. 12 years. She has never had a, a preaching. She doesn't ask the people, what do I do? How, how do you normally go about it? How do you reach Jesus? She finds her own way to Jesus. I will go my way. I will do it my way. I will take the hem of his garment. I don't care if nobody touched it. I don't care whether the preacher approves it. I will go. The people who do things out of the world. The people who do things out of their own revelation. The people who do things out of their own conviction. Hallelujah. Amina. Amina. Men, Amina. it was a conviction. No pastor taught it. Kayafas didn't teach her. But out of a conviction, out of her feelings, out of the revelation that hit her heart, she took that oil in that alabaster, and she went. You think she went laughing? No. Why? Because it was about her life. It wasn't about somebody else's life. She was looking at the condition of her life. She was looking in the condition she was in. And she needed help. And she needed favor. And she needed amazing grace. She needed an amazing grace. She looked at her life. It was finished. It was broken. What a broken life. Nothing in her hands. She wasn't so good. She wasn't so nice. I want to tell you today. Maybe you are not so good. Maybe you are not so nice. Maybe you're not so prayerful, but it's not about you, it is about him. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. It's not about your condition. 
God is not looking at your condition. Say, I have lived a bad life. I have not lived the life. Maybe since you believe this message. Since you believe this message. You have never lived. You have never lived. Above your habits. You are in the church. You know the message is true. But you have never lived above your problems. At each time the pastor preaches and condemns sin, you are always condemned. You are always condemned. See? You judge yourself by history. You judge yourself by the past life. You judge yourself by the things you have been through. You judge yourself but how life has been unfair to you. I want to tell you something. That is not the way God is looking at you. Hallelujah. Amen. See? She came. She felt miserable. She felt finished. She was overcome by emotion. She was overcome by emotion. She felt Jesus Christ. She cried and I have tears to wash all the dust. When you have people in the church, it is now one year since they cried. It is now two years since they shed a tear for Jesus. And yet they wallow in sin. And yet they wallow in sin. And yet they are living in sin. And yet the Bible is preached. And they hear. And sometimes they make a lot of noise. Now, if you keep quiet after this, I know you are wrong. I know people who make noise in the church just to show they are still holy. And yet, the life they are living is contrary to the Bible. But they'll say, yes, brother. Yes, hallelujah. Say it, brother. Amen. Just to show they are holy, to cover up their sin. Listen. He that covers his sin shall not prosper. See? Where comes to God wearing Ah, um, a false dress. False he can never prosper. Oh, your time is a 
Come to Jesus the way you are. Meet Jesus the way you are. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't be somebody else. Don't imitate somebody else. Don't shout because somebody is shouting. Don't scream because somebody is screaming. Be yourself. Be yourself. God made you you. God made you you. You can never be somebody else. God gave you your emotions. God gave you your reactions. Be yourself. Be yourself. Jesus needs to see people who are in the region. Oh, praise God. Praise God. I can never be Gideon. And Gideon can never be me. I have to be me. And he has to be him. Oh, you can't be like the best singer in this church. God made him the best singer. God made him the best. And he made you without a voice. That can be found on the the piano keys. I must be myself. I must be myself. Hallelujah. I must be myself. I don't want to pretend. I don't want to make believe. I want something real. I want something that touches my heart. I want a heartfelt religion. I don't want something false. It must be real. It must touch me. Hallelujah. That is man's religion. That is man's religion. Of man's religion. Mary. No one had ever brought oil. Nobody has ever brought oil to oil Jesus. I'm not just doing what others are doing. I'm doing what Jesus put on my heart. Hallelujah. I'm not just doing what I've heard others doing. I'm doing what he put on my heart. Believers, be yourselves. Believers, be what God made you. Believers, be who you are. Even this church, every man can be what he is. 
In this church, if everybody is what he is, and he can be who he is, we can have a variety here. We can have a variety. We can have people who can scream. We can have people who can cry tears. We can have people who can speak in tongues. We can have people who can prophesy. We can have people who have faith. We can have people who have miracles. If you are yourselves. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Mary is just being herself. Mary is just being herself. It has bothered her. Her life has bothered her. Her life is bothered her. Her failures have bothered her. Her inability has bothered her. And today she says, today is today. It must be settled today. Today or never. Today or never. I want to tell you, brother, that habit that has bothered you, you can say it is today or Never. That sin has bothered you. You can say it is today or never. Amen. See, it is you. It is you. It's about you. It's about me. It is me. It is me. I'm looking through my life. I'm standing before the mirror of the world. I'm looking through my life. And I say, Jesus, it is today or never. Listen, brothers. Mary. Mariam. And I like people who do things that no one has done. Because they are inspired to do them. Yes. There's a man called Simeon in the church. Nobody feels the way he feels. Nobody looks at the Bible the way he looks at it. Something special is happening in him. On that Sunday when the baby is brought in the church, something is happening with him. The preacher doesn't know about it. The deacons don't know about it. The sisters don't know about it. The brothers don't know about it. It is him. It is him. And I want to tell you, if it is you, when something is happening, it is you. You can be in this church this afternoon. You can be in this church this afternoon. And you are seeing what nobody is seeing. And you are hearing what nobody is hearing. Because it's about me. It is me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, Mary. 
Mariam. And she goes and kneels down and washes Jesus' feet. And she takes her long hair and wipes the tears. The muddy tears on your Jesus' feet. And the next time we have her. She has had an encounter with Jesus. She has already had encounters with Jesus. Jesus rebuked demons out of her. You know when the people fall away from grace. They can go very far. She had gone so far. God's spirit of divination. But now. Life is changed. But now, her sins are washed away. And now, she's cleaner now. For to attract Jesus into this house of affliction. She's, she's lived the life. A transformed life. Until Jesus can walk to our afflictions and be identified with the afflictions. Hallelujah! Jesus can walk in this hardness and change the situation. Jesus can walk in this house and change affliction into into peace. Change sickness into health. Hallelujah. I know you are here. And in your house maybe is a quarrel every evening, every night. You never agree with your, your, your wife. And I know there are brothers who have taken the message in the wrong way. They think the message made the African man just have his African culture about women. In one of the tribes in our country, they call a woman a child. Say, let's wait for the child to come. Then when you wait, you see an old woman coming. Say, where's the child? This one here. That clan, if they receive the message in the African view, the woman is not anything in the family. And many brothers are like that. They come to the house. I thought these brothers been smiling with sisters at the church. I thought this, this brother has been smiling and laughing with sisters at the church. Immediately he reaches home. He can't talk to women. Yeah, what I say? 
has a sister. Oh, your sister, Sibyl. She's not only your wife. That's a daughter of God. You are only given that woman to take care of her on behalf of God. You can't mistreat her in the name of being you know, the head of the family. Do you know the problem taught? He said, you lead by love. Not by a set of rules. Not by setting standards for the family. But loving your wife so much until she can never dare to do anything wrong to you. Sister, is that true? Yeah. <laughs> Let me leave that topic alone. The pastor will deal with that. So, this family, the address is a house of affliction. Inside the house, the mystery is there. Bitterness is there. Bitterness is there. But on, that, on addition, God's help is there. And then Jesus comes to stay with them. Abraham says, after Joseph died, Jesus moved to Lazarus' house and he stayed with them. They were very close friends. Very close friends. He really loved him. He really loved him. I want to tell you there's something about being a friend of Jesus. There is something good about being a friend of Jesus. When they told him, Master, the one you love, Aeneth, they didn't even, they didn't even tell him his name. Jesus understood. The one he loves, his friend, in your village, in your estate, does Jesus have such a friend there? In your place of work, is Jesus having a friend of that nature there? So that when you are in trouble, and I'm busy, it reaches heaven. The one you love, the one you love, is in trouble. The one you love, is in trouble with the boss. The one you love, is in trouble with the and Jesus can understand. Can understand. Yes, it is so and so they mean. 
Are you the one that Jesus loves? Amen. Amen. Listen. Mother. Marisa. See? That's many. We have said that story. See? Now listen. This family, family just by looking at their names, you have the message complete. I believe your name speaks something about you. Yes. Brother Abraham said so. The Bible says so. What you are called, it has a bearing on your character. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, Jesus, Lazarus is dead. One, they have sent for him. He has not come. They have called him to come. He has not come. Mother can remember how many chapatis he made for this man. She can remember how many plates of of bananas he has cleared in their house. Now they are in need. They call him. And he's not answering. This Jesus. Yes, no. He has been there. You have served him. You have helped me. You washed his feet. Now you have a need. And you go. And it's not coming. I know there's somebody that says, I have really prayed. And I don't know what God is, wants, wants me to do. I have really waited on him. Yeah. Maybe it's a wife you are looking for. Maybe it's a husband you are looking for. I have really prayed. The pastor says pray. I pray. And in the convention, look around. And nobody approaches me. Does Jesus answer anyway? Does Jesus talk anyway? I pray. I pray for a job. And look at the newspapers, every advertisement, and go to every office. And Jesus does not speak. Does Jesus speak anyway? Don't keep quiet on me. Does Jesus answer prayer? Does Jesus speak back? Is it the quietness that makes you feel he doesn't speak? 
Is it because he has not spoken for one year? He said, this disease, this sickness, is not unto death. He shall not die. But a few days after, Lazarus is dead. Is Jesus a liar? That the Bible contradicts itself? That the message outflows? Yes. He said he shall not die. But now, the funeral is even over. He didn't even attend it. Lazarus is buried. Is Jesus a liar? What do you think of Jesus? A few days ago, in a meeting like this, he told you, Lazarus will not die. But a week after, you hear he died and he was buried. What is your attitude towards Jesus? What do you think of Jesus? Yes, listen, brothers. This time, you find people who say, this message has mistakes. Brother Branham contradicted himself. Some of the things he said never happened. I have heard one other one say, even the miracles, they were stage managed. And I look at the age of the person speaking this. He's in his 20s. And this is things that happened more than 60 years ago. And I go to men who are there in that time. I go to Osborne. And he says, we saw God in a man. Hallelujah! And I go to this one. And he says, nobody spoke like that man. And I ask myself, what happened to Upshaw? What happened to Upshaw? This man who was paralyzed at 18 years. And for 66 years. 66 years. He lived with a broken back. back. And he walked with the crashes. On a special wheelchair. But one time. He was even a congressman. Everybody knew him in the country. Everybody knew he was broken heart, broken back. But one day in a meeting, something was spoken and he rose to his feet and he threw away his crutches and he ran around. And he ran around. Who said much that? Who stays marked that? 
I'm here to tell the devil you are a liar. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell Satan you are lost. I'm here to tell the devil go back to hell. I'm here to tell the devil you are defeated. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yes! I'm here to prove this message is true. I'm here to prove it is still working. It is still working. Hallelujah! You don't need, you don't need the prophet's clothes. You don't need the handkerchiefs of the prophet, the power of God that raised Lazarus from the dead. He's here. It is in his people. It is in the church. Why? Because all that God wants, he poured into Christ. And all that Christ wants, he poured into Branham. And all that was in Branham, it was poured in the church. I am here as a witness. He is in me. I am here as a witness. That power is in me. Yeah. 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 Did you say? He said. He shall not die. He said. He said, because he's God. He looked around more. He looked ahead. He didn't look at the situation. He didn't look at the environment. He looked at the results. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you say he will have a holy church? And yet I see men and women who are messy, who are messy and in sin. Yes, he said it because he looked at the end. I'm what he says that I am. I am what he says that I am even if I don't look like why? because he looked at the end he looked beyond the grave he came and said you've got the answer you've got the answer you've got the answer I am the resurrection I am the resurrection. And the resurrection has to have a conference with the death. Resurrection has come to meet death. Who is stronger? Who is stronger? Master. Master, if you wait with here, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm not too late. I am the resurrection. You've got it. You've got it. Here it is. Here it is. Don't look at yesterday. Don't look at your failures. Don't look at your misfortunes. 
Four days. 
Give me four days. And your mouth will be shut. Did you say this message is a false message? Just give me a little while. Just give me a little while. And the bodies of men, bodies of women, sorry, bodies will be changed. Will be changed. It's going to happen. Did you say? Did you say it was a lie? Did you say it was a lie? Give me a little one. And you see a church person and jogging. Ready. Ready. Ready to leave this world. Ready to go in the rapture. You will see. You will see. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will see a church that can raise the dead. You will see the church that can cast out demons. You will see a church that can heal the sick. You can see a church that can preach salvation. You can see a church that can preach deliverance. Just give me four days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wait a minute. Did you see him do? <laughs> and you thought the case was over. And the Bible says, and Jesus wept. You feel sympathetic and, and miserable and disappointed. Because the one you, you waited on is crying like you. Listen, why is he crying? He's a high priest. As he's touched by the feeling of our infirmity. He has to wear. Humanity. He has to wear your condition. He has to wear your situation before he can rise up as God and take control. He has to wear humanity. And the Bible says he is the priest of our confession. He has to come and listen to your confessions. And if you say, I know I'm going to die. That's what he says. Father, he says he's going to die. He's waiting. If you say, I know. I know I have the victory. I know God is real. I know it doesn't matter what I feel. I know he lives. I know he's here. I know he's with me. I know he can do it. I know he can prove it. He says, Father, Father, this one you cannot leave him because he knows I'm alive. Because
Because he knows I can do it. Because he knows I'm the power. I'm the, I'm the glory. I'm the victor. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about yesterday. I'm not talking about tomorrow. I'm now. I'm now. I'm here now. I'm the God of today. Hallelujah. Yes. If he healed the cancer in 1963, it is now. If he cleared the squirrels in 1963, it is now. Oh, I may not eat squirrels. I may not eat squirrels. My need may not be squirrels. But he that created squirrels can create what I need. Hallelujah! He that disappeared too much. He can do it now. Now. If you believe now. Not tomorrow, not tomorrow, not it will be. Not tomorrow, now. I'm suffering now. I need deliverance now. I'm in trouble now. I need help now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sick now. I need healing now. Not tomorrow, not tomorrow. Many people when they hear God speak Their mind go to history And they go to the future And they don't see anything now Let me tell you if there will be another generation, they will read about you and marvel. There are men who believe the message. And their message was this and this. One of that group was called Speckled Bird. And the picture will look wonderful. But today you look at yourself. You are not that wonderful believer. I want to tell you now. What the Bible speaks about you is now. You are a saint now. You are holy now. 
You are glorified now. Now. Hallelujah. See? Listen, all you have to do is this. Give up your will. Give up your will. If he has said so, it is so. If it doesn't make meaning, it is so. If it's not reasonable, it is so. If I don't understand it, it is so. I have given up my will. Listen, that's why Jesus taught us when you pray, pray, thy will be done as it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. Today, this minute, heaven is rejoicing. Heaven is rejoicing. This minute, if this is God's will, if this goes well, heaven is chaotic. Heaven is chaotic. They shouting, they rejoicing, they Hallelujah! If this meeting is God's will, the picture is the same in heaven. Surrender your will. Surrender your desire. Surrender your thoughts. Surrender your ambitions. Just say, I relax in your presence. Do what you want. Do what you want. Do what you want with me. Perform your work with me. Listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have talked about the troublesome home. The, the home full of troubles, afflictions. And you may think, I must get a better place. Do you know what troubles mean? Troubles and trials. Hallelujah. Amen. They don't mean you are fallen. They don't mean God has left you. They don't mean that you are you have, you have rejected the way of God? Not always, not always, of course. Sometimes it might. What do you think? Three Hebrew children in trouble because of God. And they are put before the council. And they are told to recount. And they say, We can't. We're not going to do it. And God does not come down. To burn these fellows. And they decide, the judge decides. 
The fire will be the judgment. And they say, make the fire seven times hotter. And God is quiet. God is just quiet. And they make the fire. And they make the fire. Hallelujah. And get men who, are, who know how to work with the fire brigade. Say, take them in. Put them in. But when they were taking them in, the fire brigade men melted the fire. But there was a group of three men. They were fireproof. He kept quiet until the fire was ready until they were thrown in the fire. And he made them fireproof. And he came and stepped the fire with them. And said that was nice. That was good. It's good to stand with them. I love that. Amen. Amen. And then the believers look. And they look. And there is a fourth man. And they are talking. And there is another man. Who is that? He looks like the son of man. He looks like the son of God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He'll wait. And then the stretcher is back. He'll wait. Until the situation is washed. And when the situation is washed, that's when he steps in. When there is no hope, when there is no hope, when your hope is gone, then he comes to the sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you have given up hope, when you have tried the doctors, when you have tried the magicians, when you have tried the herbalists, and it has failed, and it has failed, and you have surrendered, then he comes on the scene and takes over. And he takes over. And he takes over. Hallelujah. Amina. Hallelujah. Amina. When you have cried, hoping something will be done. When you are praying, hoping today something will be done. And nothing is done. And the worst comes. And the worst goes. And you give up. And you surrender. Then he comes in. Amina. Hallelujah. Listen. You think your sympathy will help? You think staying like this will help? 
I must tell Jesus for all my troubles. I cannot bear this burden alone. Do you think it helps? No. No. What helps is this man who says, What can separate me from the love of God? Shall peril? Shall hunger? Shall tribulation? Nay, nothing will separate me from the love of God. Devil, I want you to know that. when God sees that, he says, I can't help staying here. I can't help. I can't help being where I am. I want where she is. I want where he is. Sympathy does not help. Sympathy does not help. Maybe you are dying on the deathbed and you expect brethren to come. God, God help. God will help. Another one comes the same way. Then you feel that he's concerned. That deceiving you. That deceiving you. They should come and tell you, brother, we are more than conquerors. Brother, this is defeated. Brother, we have a solution. Brother, it is possible. You'll go back to your work. Brother, believe God. Have faith in God. It can happen. There was a man when a man of God. He was on, the, on his deathbed. And people came and began to sing. My God. Say, shut up. Sing another one. Sing another one. And they sang down on the cross. And the sick man said, yes, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Not sympathy. Now, be the right spirit. Be the right spirit. Be in the right spirit. Have the right attitude. See these two sisters. They never change their attitude to Jesus. Jesus meant what he meant before to them. Even in that time. He was still master. They still called him master. Even when he didn't come, they never changed the attitude. They never changed the spirit. They said, Master, oh, Master, they fell at his feet. Have the right spirit, have the right attitude. 
Look at him from the right perspective. Another thing. Speak the right words. If you tell him, Jesus, are you still the healer? Do you still heal the sick? Are you still concerned? Do you still care about us? What are you doing? What words are you speaking? Sometimes in our prayer we speak the wrong words. Sometimes during trouble we speak the wrong words and God cannot act. Look at these two sisters. They spoke the right words. They spoke until Jesus cried. They spoke until Jesus was moved. They spoke until Jesus was touched. They spoke the right words. Oh, praise God. There was a poor woman. Had nothing. She was a widow. She had a sick sister. She had nothing to eat in the house. And God, God's prophet visited her and told her what happened on the mountain and told her what, what was preached and what was revealed. And she said, that is nothing but the truth. And the Holy Ghost said, tell her to ask whatever she will because she has spoken the right word. The right word. Tell her to speak what she wants now. 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 Right now. If she wants a million dollars, I give her right now. Now. Because she spoke the right word. Believers, speak the right words to Jesus. It will turn the situation. It will stun your condition. It will make your worship different. It will make you a different deacon. It will make you a different deacon. It will make you a different preacher. When you speak the right words. Mainly we want to blame we want to mama. I know. I know that the pastor is just doing these things. He even doesn't understand us. This is not why the Holy Ghost is not moving. The Holy Ghost is moving because we are speaking the wrong words. But when you speak the right word, please Lord forgive him. Please Lord take over. Please Lord cover us with your blood. Please Lord help that sister. Oh God. Please Lord. Don't lay this charge on her. Don't lay this charge on him. 
Please, Lord. And when God hears those right words, He comes on the sea. Speak the right words. Have the right spirit. See? Have faith. Have faith. Jesus told them, if you believe, the condition is so bad. But if you believe, it can happen. We are not playing on words. No. We are not trying to play chess. With the Bible, chess, chess. You know we're not playing drafts. No. If you have faith, all things are possible to him that believes. And nothing is impossible to him that believes. If you have faith, you go to a region that is called no impossibles. I was listening to a man and this is what he said the mother was a Christian the boy was not a Christian they didn't have food in the house nothing to eat they slept hungry in the morning the mother said come on the table and let's pray for the food and the children sat around the table no plate on the table no spoon on the table no aroma around and she said Lord we want to thank you so much that you are the one who has been feeding us and now we want to thank you for this food that you have given us bless it Lord as we eat it in Jesus name Amen and the children looked at one another where is the food? And the mother kept quiet. After a short time, they had the bell ring. People with the bags. And the door opened. And she said, Yes. What can I do for you? And they said, God has spoken to us and told us to bring you this food. That is the God we believe. Have faith. All things are possible. Amen. We are not betting. We are saying what happens. We are not guessing. We are speaking facts. See? Have faith. See? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. See? Have the right teaching. Right teaching gives you the answer. The reason 
This message doesn't look to be where it was. This message doesn't look to be the same message. It is because of wrong teaching. Wrong teaching. Men teaching that are living about the book of Acts. We are so spiritual. We are above the church of the Pentecost. And yet, they cannot even heal a headache. And they are above the church of the book of Acts. And the, the light, eh? is mm, yeah. the message. And they eat that stuff and die in the spirit until when they meet a challenge. You know, they have gone to this Pentecostal miracle. Because they pray in their church, nothing happens. Their pastor prays, nothing happens. So they run to these Pentecostal prophets to tell them what is happening, to prophesize on them. If he can't hear them in this message, there is no other place. Wrong teaching. Wrong teaching. Our teaching is God promised I'll send you a light in the prophet. Do you believe that? Do you believe it has happened? Hallelujah. We are not waiting for Elijah. It is over. It is over. He has come. He has gone. But he said he will take the children's heart to the fathers. And that's what we are seeing now. The children are going to the fathers. The children are preaching like the fathers. The children are praying like the fathers. Hallelujah. The children can say, Shilvan God of but I have something. I have something. I have something. In the name of Jesus Christ, of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Yes. That's true. Wrong teaching. Wrong teaching. Can make mother and Mary lose their brother forever. If they believe that his religion will be in the future. And they tell Jesus, no, 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 no. Caiaphas taught us. We have been temple girls. We have had the scriptures read. Only in the resurrection. They will lose their brother. Because of wrong teaching. 
Maybe that's why you have lost privileges in your life. Maybe because you are leaning towards a wrong teaching that took away faith from you, that killed confidence in the word from you. They to have the right teaching. Said, yes. If you say it, if you ask your father, no. We know. We know. Now, he'll do it. Church, you must be thankful to God. If you have a man of God who stands in the pulpit and takes you back the book of Acts, you must be thankful to God. If you have a preacher who preaches the full gospel, you must be thankful to God. If you have a man who comes to the pulpit and brings the Holy Ghost just like it was in the days of Brother Branham to be manifested in the church, Yes. Yes. You must be thankful. You must tell him, say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I love you. I love you for the teaching you have given us. See? You have to have the right teaching. Amen. Amen. See? Oh, God is good. He's, he should still be master. You must look at him, master. In trouble. In trouble. In, in goodness. On the mountain. In the valley. Someone sang and said, God of the mountain. Is still God where? God of the bad times, the good times, is to God in the bad times. God of the day, is to God in there. He's still master. He's always master. He's master of my life. Things are good. Things are bad. He's still master. Yes, let him still be master. He's always master. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We are going to pray. I don't preach for long. We are going to pray. Is there any sick among you that says, I know, even now, if you say anything, if you ask anything from your, from your father, you do it for me. And wants to be prayed for. And a sick, 